The first piece of silverware of the South African domestic football calendar is up for grabs this weekend as the MTN8 final takes center stage. Cape Town City and Mamalodi Sundowns will go head-to-head for the 8 million rand payday that puts the cherry on top of the annual MTN8 knockout competition. Sundowns have established themselves as the heavyweights of South African football in recent seasons, having won the league four years running. However, the MTN8 has been a competition that has proved more difficult for Masandawana to win. Their last triumph in the competition was back in 2008, when the knockout competition was still known as the Super 8 Cup. Sundowns have had a fairly straightforward path to this year's final, booking their berth in the decider after a 4-1 aggregate win over Golden Arrows. In the semi-final stages, their opposition are no strangers to the MTN8 final, with Cape Town City having been crowned champions as recently as 2018. They also made light work of their semi-final opponents, beating Swallows 4-0 on aggregate to book a date with Masandawana in Saturday's final at the Moses Mabida Stadium in Durban. Both teams' coaches are also in line for their second MTN8 victories. City boss Eric Tinkler and Sundowns coach Manobam Niti have both won the competition once in the past. Tinkler more recently for Supersport United back in 2017. The silverware up for grabs as Cape Town City and Mamlodi Sundowns meet in the final of the MTN8 at the Moses Mabira Stadium. Watch all the action live on Supersport. Sidama Buna looked to climb into the top four of the Ben King Ethiopian Premier League log with victory over Hawassa City. It was a less than ideal start to the match for Sidama as Hawassa managed to hit the front inside the first four minutes with Efrim Ashamu finding the back of the net. The Tigers hit back just before the break in fortuitous fashion, being rewarded a penalty. Yigenzu Bogada restoring parity from the spot. The match seemed destined for a draw until the 80th minute when Baruk Beyeni handed Awasa the lead for the second time in the encounter. The home team picking up all three points in the end and moving into fourth place on the log. Bahirdar City get an opportunity to maintain their winning momentum as they take on Walkita City, while Jima Abajifar have the chance to get off the bottom of the standings as they face Fasil Kenema. The action live on your World of Champions. American qualifier Francis Tiafo looked to continue his impressive run at the Erste Bank Open after knocking out Stefano Tsitsipas in the round of 16. His opponent, Diego Schwarzman, went into the match after two successive wins over Tier 4 in the year. But the pressure was high and Tier 4 rose to the occasion in the opening set of the quarterfinal match. The American recorded four aces in the set and secured a total of two break points for a dominant 6-4 win in the opening set. With momentum on his side, Tier 4 continued to make life difficult for Schwarzman, showing real determination to take a three-love lead in the second set with the third game lasting over eight minutes that included some tense rallies between the two, but it was the 2019 Australian Open quarter-finalist that continued to put himself on track for a first semi-final appearance in Vienna. Being 5-1 up, Tiafo missed out on clinching match point off his own serve, with Schwarzman ending just the second break of the match. But from then on, it took him 31 minutes to go past the determined Schwarzman. Tiafo advances 6-4, 7-6 to book his place in the semi-finals of the Elsterbank Open. Well, he went. It is done. The ball is away. Despite him 
hitting the net. He went the scenic route. I think he went halfway around the world, Francis TFO. But he gets there in the end. The fourth quarter final of the Oosterbank Open pitted two of the contenders to fill the remaining spots at the ATP finals as Yannick Sinner met Kasper Ruud hoping to repeat the defeat he inflicted on the Norwegian in Vienna last year. While Ruud was the higher ranked player, Sinner is on a fantastic indoor streak, taking titles in Sofia and Antwerp and hadn't been broken in 41 games. The Italian couldn't have begun more brightly as he broke Rude's serve in the opening game of the match. But the fourth seed, Rude, stopped Sinner's momentum and record run when he broke back to level matters at 3-all. Sinner, though, produced the decisive break in the 11th game that showcased the hitting power of the two future stars before securing the opening set 7-5. Sinner began the second set just as he began the first by a break of the Rude serve, but instead of giving a break back, he broke again to take a commanding three-love lead against the Norwegian. Rude showed grit in saving two break points in the fifth game and took Sinner to juice in the sixth before the Italian held to take a 5-1 lead. And Sinner had one more break to come as he secured a straight sets victory that keeps him on course for a place at the ATP finals. It will be a seventh deadly semi for the Sinner in 2021. It's another devilishly good performance from the Italian. Intriguing semi-finals to come at the ATP 500 event in Vienna. Carlos Alcaraz up against Alexander Zverev, while Francis Tiafo, who's already upset seeds along the way, takes on Yannick Sinner, who's on a hot streak. Thirty-two. That's how many matches you have to go back to find the last Welsh victory against the All Blacks. As if that wasn't a scary enough statistic for Wales ahead of their clash with New Zealand this weekend, they'll also have to contend with an all-black side that's brimming with confidence following their 104-14 demolition of the United States last time out. While a lot of the players who were responsible for that humiliation of the USA won't be taking part against Wales, that isn't in fact a comforting thought either for the hosts, after all-black coach Ian Foster opted to return his first-team regulars to the squad for the match. Among those changes are fly-half Bowden Barrett, who will win his 100th cap for New Zealand, as well as lock Brody Ritalik and loose forward Ardi Savia. With Wales heading into the clash without a host of their own first-team players, many would be forgiven for expecting a one-sided affair in Cardiff on Saturday. One man, however, who isn't thinking that way is all-black coach Ian Foster. Oh, look, well, they're Six Nations champions. You don't do that by, by not having depth. They've clearly got a few players that haven't been released um, from clubs, but that was always going to happen, so it's not like that's a surprise. So their preparation hasn't been affected by that because they've known that. Um, they've got a basically a tight five that's largely intact. A lot of them are British lines from the South African tour, so it'll be no surprise to see them go to that part of the game has been a key strength of theirs. So, you know, I think they'll put a lot of emphasis on their pack, and then you look at their, their backs, they've still got a lot of experience in there, and they've got some young guys who are coming in so you know they they play a lot of rugby they play a high retention game and they, they demand patience from you and um, and you know they've always been very very passionate about how they throw their bodies into the contact area so it'll be a, a physical challenge in that regard a double head of test rugby coming your way over the weekend a Scotland and Tonga clash while Wales will host New Zealand in Cardiff
South Africa's newest swimming sensation, Matthew Seitz, battled for supremacy on day two of the FINA World Cup in Kazan, Russia. Seitz was in a strong field in the men's 200-meter individual medley, where he started in lane five. He had a slow start but soon found his rhythm and was back in contention for the medal. He could, however, not outswim Japan's Daya Seito, who went on to break the world record with a time of 1 minute, 50.66 seconds. Seito came within two-tenths of its second Asian record in as many days at the competition. Seito took bronze with a time of 1 minute, 55.32 seconds. He was nine-tenths slower than the world junior record he set earlier this month in Berlin, Germany. Daniel Pasinkov was third. Certainly having a go is uh, Matt Sates. But uh, Sato setting a new World Cup record. Meanwhile, Kyle Chalmers of Australia made history at the event with a new short course world record in the men's 100-meter freestyle final. The Olympic gold medalist touched home in 44.84 seconds, bettering a 30-year-old record of 44.94 seconds. Second was Vladimir Morozov, who saw his World Cup record erased, with Clement Kolesnikov third. 44.84, and we have ourselves a world record from uh, Kyle Chalmers. That final 50 was something special. Sate's second place finish sees South Africa in eighth place with a total of three medals, one gold, one silver and a bronze. Australia leads the pack with 12 medals, followed by the Russian Federation. Germany and Switzerland are behind South Africa. The time has arrived, and the stage is set for the big showdown between Jan Blahovic and Lova Teixeira at UFC 267 at the Etihad Arena in Abu Dhabi on Saturday. Blahovic is the undisputed light heavyweight champion of the world, while Teixeira is the number one challenger. The pair headline a night of interesting bouts, which include the bantamweight title fight between Petra Jan and Corey Sanhagen, who both made their way in without issues. A win would be a great birthday present for Teixeira, who turned 42 on Thursday and is looking fitter than ever. He has a five-fight winning streak that includes two wins over former title challengers. Blahovic has proven himself a legitimate champion, first winning the vacant title against Dominic Reyes and then defending the title against middleweight champion Israel Adesanya. In both of those title fights, Blahovic entered the octagon as the underdog. That will not be the case against Teixeira. Blahovic from Poland and his Brazilian challenger had no issues making the weight, each coming in at 205 pounds. Blahovic attempts the second defense of his light heavyweight title while Teixeira gets his second shot at UFC gold. Well, we step over here and grab a minute with Glover Teixeira. Yesterday you celebrated your 42nd birthday. You've been celebrated by these people in Abu Dhabi all week long. Final emotions out of you here on the eve of your second UFC title fight. It's an amazing birthday. I'm gonna get my gift tomorrow night, man. No doubt about it. Wish you all the best. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is, the classy Glover Teixeira. And of course, the reigning, defending, undisputed light heavyweight champion, Jan Blahovic. Final prediction for your fans around the world as to what we're gonna see in the octagon tomorrow night. Tomorrow, we're gonna hear and steal. What are you gonna say? Good fight, really good fight. Paul Jan Blakovic puts his UFC light heavyweight title on the line against veteran Glover Teixeira of Brazil. You can catch all the action of UFC 267 right here on Supersport.